Hey, Mike, guess what? What? Mike, raging rivers, hungry bears, drastic avalanches, roaring seas. No matter how prepared you are, a walk in the woods can go from innocent to disaster in the blink of an eye. Yeah. When pushed to their breaking point, humans are capable of astonishing things, things that you would never thought of possible. Yeah. Listen to In the Wild as they explore the most heroic, terrifying, and phenomenal stories of real people who survived the unsurvivable. Learn what went wrong, what went right, and how you can make it out alive if the worst case ever happened to you. In the Wild podcast reviews on Apple include Love Your Podcast from Laura. It's scary how relentless nature can be. I always enjoy this podcast at work. It keeps me on the edge of my seat. Or how about we go with Hiker 0001. Good stories and good narration. I like when there are sound effects that add to the ambience of the story. In the Wild podcast on Apple Podcasts and everywhere you get your podcast downloads. Broadcasting across the nation from the East Coast to the West. Keeping you up to date on technology while enjoying a little whiskey on the side. With leading edge topics along with special guests to navigate technology in a segmented stylized radio program. The information that will make you go hmm. Pull up a seat, raise a glass with our hosts as we spend the next hour talking about technology for the common person. Welcome to Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum. Welcome to Tech Time with Nathan Mum, the show that makes you go, hmm, technology news of the week, the show for the everyday person talking about technology, broadcasting across the nation with insightful segments on subjects weeks ahead of the mainstream media. We welcome our radio audience of 35 million listeners to an hour of insightful technology with a little whiskey on the side. I'm Nathan Mum. Welcome to our show today. We live stream during our show on five of the most popular platforms, including YouTube, Twitch.tv, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. We encourage you to watch us live or visit us online at techtimeradio.com. You can tweet us during the show at hashtag techtimeradio, and we'll do our best to respond to the tweets. You can also check out our new TikTok app channel by looking for Tech Time Radio on the TikTok app. I'm your host, a technologist with 30 years of technology expertise working for Fortune 500 companies across the country. My co-host, Mike Gorday, is an award-winning author. Originally from Arizona, Mike is a human behavior expert living in the Seattle area with a master's degree in forensic psychology. Milk. Mike. Milk. Mike. Milk. Milk. I was thinking of milk. Mike helps me from geeking out while providing an insight into human behavior and how it interacts with technology. We're two friends from different backgrounds, but bring the best technology show possible every week for our family, friends, and fans to enjoy. Welcome, everyone. Now, let's start today's show. Now on today's show... Oh boy, today on Tech Time with Nathan Mum, Activision Blizzard illegally withheld raises from unionized workers. Boy, I, I, you know what? Activision Blizzard cannot just uh, get a break, or clearly they must not be a very good company that takes care of their employees because they're in the news again. Okay. Uh, we got Bruce Willis, who is selling his right to a deep fake face company, or did he? We're going to be talking about that. We're going to, uh, Elon Musk has revealed Optimus, the humanoid robot as a fundamental transformation of civilization as we know it, quote-unquote, is what he said. We talk about American inventors Norm Joseph Woodland, 
and Bernard Silver, who were granted the U.S. patent 2612994 and how this changed pricing items forever. A significant failure this week from a Kardashian. No. Specifically, yeah. Kim Kardashian. When's the last time in technology we've gotten to talk about a Kardashian? Never. Never. So now we get to talk about it. And oh boy. As long as it doesn't have anything to do with abnormal selfies. No, 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 no. This has something to do with abnormal behavior, though. We're going to be talking about that. Okay, let's start. All right. In addition, we have our standard features, including Mike's mesmerizing moment back again. This week in technology, the technology fail of the week, and a possible Nathan Nugget. Finally, our pick of the day whiskey tasting and our Mark's mumble. So sit back, raise a glass, and welcome to Tech Time with Nathan Mum. As always, we have our whiskey tasting during the commercials to see if our selected whiskey pick of the day Get zero, one, or two thumbs up at the end of the show. You're going to want to make sure you listen all the way through as you're going to pick up an interesting fact or two on the Mark's Mumbles. All right. Now it's time for the latest headlines in the world of technology. What's happening in the world of technology? This is our top stories in the first five minutes. Oh, boy. Instagram to increase ad load as Meta fights revenue decline. No. no you know what? <laughs> We're going to need to just create a section just called Meta's Failures of the Week. I don't know if maybe we can just add that. Because clearly Meta is having some major problems with their organization. And the first thing they're going to start out with is, of course, another quarter that saw marketers pull back their ad spend. Meta today announced that it's increasing its ad load on Instagram with the launch of two new ad slots. Uh, so tons of products for advertisers to talk about, including a music now catalog for advertisers and a new ad format for Facebook reels. The company said it will now allow advertisers to run ads on the explore homepage and in the profile feeds called post loop ads. These four to 10 second ads that are going to be skippable essentially will play at the end of a real video before it decides to replay it again. When the ad finishes playing, the reel will then resume and loop the current video process. There you go, Odie. You're grabbing it. Can I just say, Instagram is just grasping at straws now. Like, reels already suck. No offense. Yes. But, it, it's like, like, adding that to that? It's like a cheap knockoff of yeah. TikTok, right? It's not even a good knockoff. No. It's, it's So, essentially, now, when you watch a reel, so you can watch a TikTok. No, and, I, I understand that. But TikTok has at least the decency to let you finish the video and have it on that continuous loop. And then you swipe to the next video. There's an ad. Not correct. this like little. In between ads. Yeah. So you're going to watch the video, like the 10, 30 second so video. are you with, saying you're not a fan? I'm not this? a fan. No. 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 This, this, so this and is especially meta. Especially with like reels being so short. And sometimes, you know, the whole point of a reel is to get your attention really quickly. Obviously, this is a desperate measure for well, trying obviously. to make up some <laughs> revenue. Just, and they're so going to do bad. it by ticking off like, everybody. What is Instagram doing? What is it? Well, Instagram is trying to find any way to make Insta- money Instagram. for the capital meta that is just burning through money uh, now because no one's using their platforms and are all going to alternative platforms. Essentially, how about this, though? Wouldn't you like to have their new test image carousel ads in Facebook starting today? It's a horizontal scrollable ad where you can go anywhere from two to ten ad images that are shown at the bottom of the Facebook Reels content. Yay. So think of this as the overlay, right? So you're watching a video, like and now at the very bottom of your video... CNN ribbon. Yes, you're going to have a ribbon that Ooh, has anywhere between so two to ten images that you could click on. 
So all your content is now going to have to make sure that you account for that space where these ads are going to be, and everybody's just going to move their content up so you don't have to see the ad that's there and put it in there. Listen, I know TikTok is bad and all, but man... They they know what they're doing. Well, TikTok's only bad if you have Nick Espinosa and a security <laughs> risk. So as long as you're watching and you don't buy anything on TikTok and don't care about your information, go to China. Actually, I enjoy TikTok quite a bit. I still watch tons of content on it, and I have yet maybe, to sit down and watch an Instagram well, reel. That'll, that'll, that'll change. Like, maybe you should try the Instagram reels. No, absolutely not. Like People publish their stuff on TikTok, and then they repost it on Facebook and Instagram. Yes. You know, and those people are like, oh, yeah, I'm never going to join TikTok because they're like months behind whatever's trending. You're going with the like lesser or the the worse common denominator. Platform. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're going with the instead of buying that nice one. Mercedes, you're deciding yeah. to go with the Ford and you're going to just paint it the Mercedes color. And, yeah. And hopefully get it passed off with you knock off some Mercedes and then you're stickers. And it, when you could be having it all nice and beautiful on TikTok. Or yep. you could just not do social media at all and okay, be Mr. a regular Beal. human being. <laughs> okay. Well, Meta Wolves will continue to come across. What is so great about this is I am only four years, nine months away from my prediction of Meta disappearing. So I will just continue to cover their stories uh, with a little shurgin okay. when I see anything that happens. Every, every, right. every organization goes through this and every organization tries desperately to... MySpace. Maintain their, maintain their market share. Yeah, best of luck to them. All right, I think you got story number two. Now, this is an interesting story here, Mike. Well, yeah, that's because uh, this past week, I'm sure you have heard this story about Bruce Willis. Have you heard this story about Bruce Willis? Well, I have because we did research, but I had not heard about it until it was actually brought up at our uh, okay, meeting so, last night. Well, that's funny because I, I saw this a few days ago. Anyway, it, it was widely reported that Bruce Willis, the... The actor extraordinaire, Die Hard, Die Hard, has sold his face or his being to a deep fake company. Yep, uh, because he suffers from a medical condition called aphasia. Okay, right, and this was touted as being the first of this kind, and all this other thing, and and the whole idea was that this was going to allow Bruce. To continue making movies into the future by using deepfake technology, which we've talked about on the show quite yep. a few times, uh, and it's a company called Deepcake. It's a company called Deepcake. Yeah, okay. said that they sold. Well, as thing as things they are, yeah, uh, it appears that uh, Bruce Willis's agent has come out and has denied that that has happened. Okay, so, but didn't they make a commercial with them already? So apparently there was a commercial with him uh, previously that uh, showed some of this technology. Yeah, but it he's like on a boss. So I actually I, I saw the, I remember the commercial, but I didn't remember the company or anything that did it. But it was like this pipeline commercial. It's got like uh, his face superimposed, and it looked like a younger Bruce Willis that was like trying to de arm. This uh, bomb scenario that he was tied with. Yeah, apparently it was it was sort of a throwback to his diehard days yep. and and whatnot. But uh, you know, this is this is this is a lot different than making this single commercial than saying you own the rights now to Bruce Willis okay. as a as a a deep fake thing. So as it as it stands and who knows maybe this is true maybe this is not true who knows the agent his agent has come out to say that that is not true 
uh, that Bruce Willis has not become the first Hollywood actor to uh, allow a digital twin of himself to be created on screen and that this is completely false. Okay. So let me ask you this. This is a big deal for uh, companies like Disney where they did Darth Vader actor James Earl Jones recently retired and essentially they had his voice on the Obi-Wan uh, series that was out, and you liked that a lot, didn't you? Like the Obi One series? Yeah, that was, a, that was a very good series. Okay, and so they according did his to my according to my taste. So according to your taste, okay, it, it, not it, according to your taste. I didn't like it. You at didn't all. like it. But essentially, the AI firm did a bunch of de aging aspects for the uh, actors that were there. Yeah, you know this is this is again this is this is an interesting sort of phenomenon that we are seeing, uh, and you know this goes into like when they recreated. Princess Leia in yep. Rogue One and um, all these other things that are geared towards entertainment. But, you know, we're also seeing that this thing, this thing is being used for more nefarious purposes. You know, like when they're calling up people and asking them to, uh, they're calling up people as their boss. And, yep. And I have the super imposed face. That's right. Yeah. So th- there's a lot of ethical issues. Would you sell your face? Imaging to an AI company that wanted to buy it? No, really? I'd sell mine. I'd why, sell mine. Why? IP. Why? First off, my for my first question was why would why would a company want my face? Well, of course, uh, look how beautiful you are, right? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just okay. that classic. I know, bald like, guy. Yeah, okay, right. Uh, no, I don't think I, I don't think I would. You would do it. Sign I, my. I, but Man, I, I'd probably I do can, it for a couple can, hundred bucks. Even according to the 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 la, the inter or the article about Bruce Willis, it it kind of makes sense that that could be a plausible. Yeah, because he's an actor right? that's struggling, and if, if you want to use him, yeah, if you're an actor and you're you have a uh, an issue with your speech and able to re, being able to talk, which is what aphasia is. Yep. Um, that you would you would like to have something that could help. Or you can Continue figure out your legacy. You can figure out how to put somebody in that has a speech problem, like they did in the new Top Gun Maverick, where essentially you have the person in there that has a problem, so he's using the keyboard and texting to interpret it. Have you seen that in the Top Gun Maverick? I haven't watched Top Gun. Maverick okay, yet. I don't want to ruin it for you, but uh, are you talking about Iceman? Yep. So they they actually put him in really well because Val yeah. Kimmer has that Val issue. Kimmer. Yeah, Val Kimmer had suffered a a, a medical issue that. Took his voice away. Correct. So they actually did it. A, a so nice way to you know, it. here we have we here we have this this sort of idea about entertainment and that that need for nostalgia that a lot of us have. Because yep. who wouldn't want to be young on a on a TV series, series? or show? Yep. Like you know, they did it with Luke Skywalker and in, uh, in the Boba Fett series, right? Or was it in the Mandalorian? Actually, series? yeah, it was, it was the Mandalorian. Te- it was technically Boba Fett. Okay. All right. Next one we have story number three. Tesla boss Elon Musk presents humanoid robot Optimus. The Tesla CEO Prime? was that well, not Optimus Prime, but that's a great name to get, right? I mean, if you're going to name something, you, uh, I'm sure it's better than Megatron. That would have probably not have sounded as well, I don't know. Uh, uh, you don't know? Maybe it is Megatron, right? If Tesla was doing it, maybe, maybe Megatron. All right. Well, Elon better. Musk shows off Optimus humanoid robot prototype. The tech billionaire Elon Musk has presented the latest prototype of a humanoid robot being developed by his Tesla electric car company. 
Optimus appeared on stage at a Silicon Valley event where it waved to the audience and raised its knees. The CEO said the robot was a work in progress but could be on sale to the public in a few years' time. Tesla's mass-market robots will be tested by working jobs in the cars factories, company engineers say. The prototype was wheeled on stage during the annual Tesla AI Artificial Intelligence Day presentation. Mr. Musk has said that the robots would be able to be produced in mass at the cost lower than $20,000 and available in three to five years. The Tesla boss spoke of the future of abundance ahead, and it's really in this fundamental transformation of civilization as we know it. Here we go. Robots are going to start taking over the world. And for, for $20,000, it looks like you can get yourself they're an imitation already, robot. They're already taking over the world. Well, they are. Now they're going to physically take over by yeah, replacing people's okay. job. Now, Elon Musk did say that you still need to have humans because this is not replacing humans. This is just being a more proficient yeah, at this doing is task loadable. as needed. Was that? This is loadable. Is that a little bowl? Yeah. You think the car manufacturing companies it, are going to be replaced? Ever since the invention of the cotton gin, this has this has created less labor for humans to do, which- Well, they said that about the cell phone, right? The cell phone was going to allow us to get away from work. No, right? no, no, no. That's, that was a, that's a different promise. Okay, that was a different, and, so, and, and that just makes me at work twenty four by seven. It doesn't get rid of work now. I just have to check it every thirty minutes. Yeah. So you know, instead of employing all these monks to write paper when they when they did the electronic printing press, that put that put all these people out of business. Okay. It's the same thing. Same thing. All same right. Thing. Well, story number four: Activision Blizzard illegally withheld raises from unionized workers. Labor board fines. The gaming giant Activision Blizzard unlawfully uh, retaliated against workers at Raven Software, who formed a union, the National Labor Relations Boards found. That's the NLRA. Activision claimed that due to laws under the NLRA, the company wasn't allowed to change the pay rate of its employees in the midst of a union effort. The Communication Workers of America, which represented the union, said that this was uh, an attempt to bust the union. You're not going to read that word. Uh, that's all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> now. Disingenuous. The, disingenuous attempt at union busting. Uh, now that the <laughs> NLRB has officially ruled in the union's favor, declaring that it was illegal for Activision Blizzard to withhold wages. It says Activision's spokesperson said due to legal obligations under the NLRA requiring employees not to grant wage increases, well, there's an election pending. We decided not to pay the initiatives at Raven because this would be branded new kinds of compensation changes, which had not been planned beforehand. All right. So you got Activision Blizzard who's just. Yeah, they're, they're getting slammed a lot. They, 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 that must be a bad company to work for. I mean, they got uh, issues with uh, female employees, harassment. Labor unions. I mean, this is a company that just is not uh, probably abiding by very many rules in what it does. Yet they make some of the better games out there too. Okay, so did you? Don't you like Blizzard games? They're World of Warcraft. Yeah, that's that's. They, I mean, they kind of they they own the so, real time. That's not really my game though. So that's not your game. I've played it, but that's not my. That's, that's you're, not you're my into game. dinosaurs. Yes, All right, little arc dinosaurs. All right, well, that ends our segment. Uh, up next, we have what we found on the web with the complete outline of the Elon Musk and Twitter boss Prague Ogros fallout with detailed outlines. 
Only place you can find that on the news is here on our show. And, of course, after that, we still have three great segments, including This Week in Technology, Our Technology Fail, and Mike's Mesmerizing Moments. You're listening to Tech Time Radio with Nathan Mum. We'll see you after the break. Hey, Mike. Yeah, what's happening? Did you know for every $1 spent on email marketing, you receive $36 in return? That's pretty awesome, right? Yeah. But it's all so complicated. All those advanced tools and features, you don't know how to approach them at all. What if there was an email marketing platform where you don't have to rack your brains to get started? A tool that's not overloaded with unnecessary features you don't want to pay for and, believe it or not, has a support team available 24-7 even on the free plan. There is a solution, Mike. Let me introduce you to Celzy, a tool that makes email marketing as easy as one, two, three. With Celzy, you can launch your first campaign in 15 minutes. No coding required. A very easy to use intuitive email builder with over 300,000 GIFs and stickers to choose from and 500,000 plus free stock images, a customizable countdown timer, and more. Create emails for any business goal from e commerce to nonprofits. Easily create automated email sequences for your business. Get 24 7 support via chat, email, and phone, even on the free plan. Celsius has just launched a special deal. You can now get a lifetime access to all Selsley features for just $49. All the core features, unlimited emails, automation, segmentation, advanced analytics for the price of 10 lattes. Selsley is the easiest way to start selling with emails. Try it now. Click the link in this episode description on Tech Time Radio to get that special deal. No commissions or hidden fees. To learn more information, visit them at the simple and easy site to remember. Just go and visit selzy.com. That's S-E-L-Z-Y.com. The easiest way to send emails. Welcome back to Tech Time with Nathan Mum. Tech Time Radio is a weekly hour technology show that talks about current technology in a simple format without having to geek out. Brought to you by myself, Nathan Mum, and Mike Reday. We just had our first whiskey tasting during the break, and now let me tell you about what we are sipping in our pick of the day. During the show today, we have chosen the 10-cup American Whiskey 10-year, 54.95, 84-proof. The 10-cup company is located in 10-cup, Colorado. And like its sister company, Stranahan's, 10-cup's America Whiskey 10-year is cut with Colorado's Rocky Mountain Water. This is a high rye bourbon distilled and aged in white American oak barrels with the number three char in Indiana. The aroma is cinnamon, pine, honey, and freshly cut grass. As you drink it, flavors of sweet pepper, leather. I don't know about leather, but. And raisins comes forward and it finishes with a bit of a caramel and biscuit taste. This is distilled by the MGP Lawrenceburg, Indiana Company, bottled in Denver, Colorado, aged 10 years. 84 proof, the undisclosed percentage of corn, rye, and malt, barley, bash. But what do you think of this? It's pretty smooth. Pretty smooth? Yeah. All right. So we had some. So this is this is uh, uh, a kind of a nice bottle. As you open the bottle, the cap of it is an actual shot glass. Did you see that? Yeah. That was, well, yeah, I, I took it off. Yeah, he took it off because you, you thought like, I- Oh, you, wow. Yeah, you thought I like precept it, and I didn't precept it, and you take it off. So it literally has a cork top. Number one, that's great for me. It's a plastic cork top. Well, it's a cork top. Okay. And it has a shot glass as the top. So anytime 
you want to take a shot, you can just pour it into their self-containing shot. That's a smart yeah, idea. That's one of those bottles that you have to get behind the counter. Uh, behind the counter, yeah. This is yeah, not. This is behind the counter. This bottle. is. The, you're going to be surprised. And I, I, I think the R and R mumbles. I think I got a little bit of credit for uh, picking some whiskey. I think Mark only thinks I go to Wines and More and gets cheap stuff. So that that may be my uh, mo is, is cheap whiskey, but that is not the case. I try to find the best whiskey looking when I go to Wines and More on the shelves. So I look for this, and this bottle looked kind of distinctive. All right. Well, now that we got our whiskey out of the way, we have tons of information and stories. This week that we found on the web, this segment is sponsored by the Organized Chaos Podcast, hosted by Tranio founder CEO Chris Ronzio. Let's get ready to go home. What we found on the web. All right, Mike, this segment is up your alley, as this is all about how people act. Now, I got the transcripts from court. How is this up my alley? Well, this is because this oh, is gonna be, there's a lot of okay. human interaction in this, let, right? Let, so let, Let's talk about the transcripts. Okay. How does the transcript have anything to do with what we're talking about? Well, this is the messages between Elon Musk and Twitter boss Parag Agro have been published in court findings. They reveal how the pair's relationship, after a good start, went dramatically south. In late March, it became clear that Elon Musk was interested in purchasing shares in Twitter and potentially sitting on Twitter's board. Our time date starts on the 27th of March. Prague decided to reach out and say, hey, Elon, great to be connected directly. Would love to chat. Elon Musk then responds to the message, perhaps tonight around 8. Now, on March 31st, a hastily planned dinner is arranged near San Jose as the deal really starts to heat up. The speed of the development is clearly exhilarating for Mr. Agro. The world's richest person is about to become a Twitter board member. Mr. Ogrell tells Mr. Musk he's excited to see him in person. Brett Taylor, Twitter's board chair, texts Musk about the dinner, and they're looking to have it at, listen to this, an Airbnb near the airport. And there are tractors and donkeys at this. So, so that, let me ask you this. If you're an Airbnb host nowadays, are you getting like these secret meetings coming in if, you, if you're by an airport? I was just thinking about this. I should buy up tons of little house properties by airports. So all these billionaires could come on in and do an Airbnb event at my, not, at my place. I don't know that this is a standard operating procedure for billionaire behavior. I, I've never heard of this before, but they rented out an Airbnb. Now, Brett Taylor, Twitter's board chair, texts Musk about the dinner. He says, I'm looking forward to having you there. Uh, the location, he continues, a win for the world's, the weirdest place I've ever had a meeting. Okay, so that answers your question right there. So maybe that's not the standard. That's not a standard. Okay. At least not for the Twitter folks. Well, the dinner goes well despite the farmland location, memorable for multiple reasons, uh, Mr. Ogrell says. A few years later, though, it's announced that Elon Musk is to join the board. A few days later? Uh, A few days later. Okay. All right? Yeah, you said years. Did I say years? (laughs) I'm sorry. A few days later. Uh, Super excited, Mr. Ogrell messages. As the announcement goes public, all sorts of names began to text Elon Musk. Podcaster Joe Rogan asks, I mean, that's going to be crazy, Mr. Musk, whether he is going to liberate Twitter from the censorship happy mob. And then he says, I will provide advice. Uh, Who's going to listen to Joe Rogan? But okay, I will provide advice, which they may or may not choose to follow, was the response from Elon Musk. On April 5th now, Jack Dorsey, the former chief executive of Twitter, tells Mr. Musk that Mr. Agro is an incredible engineer, but the Twitter board is terrible. 
By the 7th uh, of April, uh, Ogwell and Mr. Musk are burnishing their code credentials, the start of a beautiful working relationship. So they start talking engineer level, having a great time. I wrote heavy-duty software, Mr. Musk said. Uh, So there's a bunch of uh, convoy going back and forth about who is better of an engineer back and forth to bond between these two. But then the disaster on April 9th, Mr. Musk's tweets asks why so few of Twitter's most followed accounts tweet very litter, uh, very much. Is Twitter dying, he asks. So a few accounts tweet very little items. And he says, is Twitter dying? Now, this angers Mr. Ogrel. Days later, he said that you're free to tweet, is Twitter dying or anything else about Twitter? But it's my responsibility to tell you that it's not helping me make Twitter better in the current context. Next time we speak, I'd like to provide you with a perspective on the level of internal distractions right now and how it's hurting our ability to do work. Elon Musk notoriously does not like being told what to do, especially whether or what he can tweet. So this goes back to that. What type of personality is Elon Musk? Well, I don't know. Well, you you said he has like a certain personality. Uh, Like many people in positions of power, he often has more narcissistic tendencies than most people. Okay. That doesn't make him necessarily a narcissist, but uh, people in power tend to have uh, these more more narcissistic tendencies. So then Musk gets upset with that comment. And then all of a sudden we hear is, what did you get done this week? Question mark. I'm not joining the board. This is a waste of time. We'll take an offer to take Twitter private. So essentially, he threatens that he doesn't want to be on the board anymore. Mm-hmm. And now he's just going to decide to purchase Twitter uh, altogether. And the response from Ogrel is, who is Elon Musk? Question mark. And why did Musk get cold feet on Twitter? Question mark. Then he rings Brett Taylor, who desperately tries to understand what is going on. Essentially, within 24 hours, this thing goes from bad to worse. Okay. All right. Prague just called me and mentioned that your text conversation. Can you talk? Uh, Brett Taylor said. Uh, Fixing Twitter by chatting with Prague won't work, Mr. Musk says. Drastic action is needed. Then says, can you take a 10-minute call to talk me through this? Uh, Mr. Taylor asks. It has been about 24 hours since you joined the board. I got your point, but just wanted you to understand about the sudden pivot, he continues. Elon Musk follows through. He offers $44 billion to take Twitter private. On the 25th of April, the board accepts the offer. The next day, Jack Dorsey makes another attempt to patch up the relationship between the two. He organizes a call, and it does not go well. You and I are in complete agreement, Mr. Musk. Message Mr. Dorsey after the conversation. Prague is just moving far too slow and trying to please people who will not be happy no matter what he does. Mr. Dorsey replies, at least it becomes clear that you can't work together. From there, the relationship between Musk and Twitter goes from worse to worse. Mr. Musk eventually attempts to pull out of the deal entirely in July, but Twitter still approves the purchase in September. A court case in Delaware in mid-October will decide whether this will be allowed to walk away or he'll be forced to buy the company. But the message shows that the relationship between Twitter's CEO and Mr. Musk has broken down far earlier 
than what we were known here in the public. Okay. All right. So let, let's th- digest that. Why are we digesting this? Well, because, I mean, this is kind of the big story. Is Twitter going to be purchased by Mr. Musk or not, right? Uh-huh. So Mr. Musk kind of got himself in trouble with some comments that he said about Twitter as soon as he joins the board. No, uh, no, not that's not what happened. Well, the CEO gets a little upset with his comments about Twitter. Yeah, he gets insulted, and then he fires back at him, and then Musk gets insulted and and pretty much starts pitching a billionaire hissy fit. Okay, so it's, so that's kind of what you're reading through this. We got what we have is personalities at play here, right? We have we have this moment where this guy is apparently excited that Elon Musk the the guy that has built this technology-based empire, empire yep. right? Tesla, uh, you know, he wants to go to Mars. He's got all these really crazy, high, high-end crazy ideas, yep. ideas yep. right? So maybe there's a little hero worship going on. Maybe, maybe he's seeing the benefits of Elon Musk coming over to Twitter, so he's excited. Okay. Uh, Elon Musk has his own ideas about what he's doing. Right. Yeah, he's trying to kind of make it. I think open, I, allow everybody yeah, to have the platform. He's, he's been he's been talking about Twitter for since years, Twitter's been years, around yeah. since he's been on Twitter, right? And so uh, there's this there's this idea that they're going to get together and, and form. A, they had a dinner. How does that How does that become a relationship? Well, normally at those dinners, how though, do, do, I, I've sat it, in a couple you know, of those there, there's, dinners. There's business. There's these business dinners where you get sort of a feel for each other. Yep. And you sort of decide at that moment, okay, I can do business with this guy or I can't do business with this guy. So this is probably what happened, right? They yep. had this dinner and they had this, they all were they had this formation. Kumbaya, everything's happy. Yep, they had, we're all they great. had these goals that seemed to work in, in lockstep, They, you know, whatever. But that's not a relationship. That That's a... That's the beginning of a relationship. Okay. So, right. So, essentially, it went from a relationship beginning to let's get married. We got married. And now they're like, oops, I really didn't want to marry you. Is that the way way you're looking at it? I kind of look at it that way, don't you? I mean, no, I look at it as somebody, I look at it as these two people who are operating from different viewpoints. Okay. And they're doing these, first off, they're texting each other. Yep. And, that's a that's a recipe for disaster yeah, if you're talking about horrible. certain things you because you're taking it, you're going to take things out of context. Yep. Uh, and then and then they feel like they have to defend themselves when yep. certain things are done, like just by saying so. Just by any if I say if I tweet right now is is Twitter dying? Nobody's going to care. Correct. Right? Because I don't have I don't the have influence. Of, uh, I don't have that. influence over over the amount of people that Elon does. But if Elon does it. What happens to Twitter stock? Well, it goes up. I mean, it went up essentially afterwards, and then afterwards it went down. Twitter dying? Yeah. So, well, yeah, it went up when he was going to purchase it, and then it went down again. So, this is the foibles of of human human interactions in these big business entities, right? So, just by this person, who wields this incredible influence by saying one thing, can offset the bottom lines of the company that he is joining. Yeah. Would if you were the CEO, how would you take that? Um I think you might be a little upset. A little about offended. That. Well the right? the end of this is said that essentially they will not be able to work together. Yeah. And that's again that's that's that that's that decision process that comes with building relationships, right? Yeah. 
So they're trying to figure out, and it's just like dating. When you first go out on, when you go out on your first date, you're all behave, you behave well. Yeah. And you, and everything's great. You maintain that behavior until you get to a point where you can, you know, relax, fart in front of somebody or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. I hear you. I I totally get you. All right. Well, (laughs) that ends our segment, What We Found on the Web. Um, when we return, we are going to be taking a look at This Week in Technology. So now would be a great time to enjoy a little whiskey on the side. Uh, we'll see you right after this break. Hey, Mike. Yeah, what's going on? Have you heard of Unidragon.com? Yeah, isn't that the puzzle people? It is. They are the largest manufacturer and sellers of wooden puzzles in the world. Let me tell you about it. They have tons of designs, all is set $29.95 on their website at unidragon.com. Yeah, I know. I've seen them. I, I really like the owl one. All of these are laser cut to perfection. Instead of those old traditional puzzles that you get that are done on cheap cardboard backings, these are all done with wood cutouts, laser cut, And the images, instead of the standard jigsaw puzzle, actually include different animals within the puzzle itself to put together. It's like it's like those big collages where they have faces that turn into Empire State Buildings and stuff. That's correct. Absolutely. You really see you you, you like the charming owl. Well, I really like the owl. And right now there's a special going on for any Tech Time Radio listeners. If they put in the code Dragon Tech, they'll receive 10% off until June 1st, 2021. That's cool. I'm going to put an order in today. And of course, my favorite, the inspiring unicorn. Are you going to get the fox or are you going to get the dragon or the fish? What 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 are you looking to get? No, man, I'm going to get the owl. You're going to get the owl, not the serious panda? No, but the owl. It's all about the owl, man. I'm a night owl. You're a night owl. You are a night owl. Visit unidragon.com today and make sure to put in Dragon Tech as your code to receive 10% off. And remember... Yeah, those are really cool. I really like the owl. Mike likes the owl. And now, let's look back at this week in technology. All right. We are going all the way back to October 7th, 1952. Woo, that's a little Woo. that's that's a little bit back there. What happened then? The barcode technology was patented. So let's talk about this. American inventors Norman Joseph Woodland and Bernard Silver are granted the US patent 2,600 uh and 12,994 described as article classification through the medium of identifying patterns. Of course, today we better know this as identifying patterns as barcodes. <laughs> Woodland and Silver essentially sold their patent for only $15,000, but were later inducted into the Inventors Hall of Fame. Now, barcodes were first used commercially in 1966. There was a requirement to have some sort of industry standard set for pricing. A company called Logicon Inc. created the Universal Grocery Products Identification Code or the UGPIC. Yep, uh, for short, in order to implement the barcode through the retail industry. Monarch Marketing, based in the United States of America, was the first company to produce barcode equipment using the UGPIC for retail trade use. British company Plesley Telecommunications followed suit creating their equipment later in the same year. All right. So essentially, the UGPIC was transformed into what we now know as the Universal Product Code or the UPC symbol. 
which is still used in the United States of America. The first piece of equipment using a UPC code was what? Do you know? It was in a market. Juicy fruit. It was a supermarket in Ohio. The very first was a packet of Wrigley's Juicy Fruit Gum in June 26, 1974. That was me. That was you? Yeah. Did you go through and get the Juicy Fruit? No. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm not that, that old, though. I got it. I, I understand. That was This Week in Technology. Have you ever wanted to watch some Tech Time history? With over two years of video, podcasts, and blog information, you can visit techtimeradio.com to watch our older shows or join the Tech Timers Facebook group to talk with us live all the time. We're going to take a commercial break, but when we return, we have Mark's Mumbles Whiskey Review and our Technology Fail of the Week. We'll see you after the break. Tech Time Radio is brought to you today by Nutility, the platform that makes utility management seamless by selecting your service providers, splitting a single bill amongst roommates, and then shutting off your service when it's time for you to move out. Nutility reviews your preferences and sets up all the utilities for you. This provides you with the best local provider in your service area. It's much easier than splitting up your bills between roommates. No more late Larry not being able to get to you on time to make the payments, and no more Venmo charges or PayPal charges. One place to do your billing so that everybody pays on time. Now, how can you use this great service from Utility, you ask? Aha. Well, you can absolutely get it now and get three months for free. That's correct. If you go to Nutility.com. Again, it kind of sounds like Utility, but it's Nutility.com. Use the tech code 3. And again, that's N-U-T-I-L-I-T-I.com. Get your first three months for free using the code TECH3. From experts in technology to an expert in whiskey. Now is our segment for you whiskey connoisseurs. Welcome to the Mark Mumble of the Week. All right. Welcome to the old Mark Mumbles. Oh, you were off last week. I like the old one. Well, uh, there's a, okay, we're going to have to talk about it off the air because I got a bunch of emails about uh, it. So I will talk with you off the uh, air. So you're going to now like this new one, right? So that was your favorite. No? Okay. Here we go. Our Mark Mumble is National Vodka Day is today. The odorless, flavorless beverage is closely associated with Eastern Europe. Vodka has its roots in the Russian word vada, which means water. Today, vodka is the most widely consumed spirit in the world. So please drink more whiskey. Mark's Mumble says the Tin Cup was an old mining town set on the western side of the Rockies, named after the old cups the miners would drink from. The name Tin Cup Whiskey and the Cap it wasn't on... wasn't the movie. Was that? It wasn't the movie. It wasn't the movie, Tin Cup. No. <laughs> the name Tin Cup Whiskey and the Cap on the bottle are both nods to this piece of Colorado history. So that actual cup is a part of the history. It symbolizes history. It not symbolizes. Not necessarily part of it. It wasn't part of the history. I'm sure it wasn't I'm, around I'm back sure when it was... I'm sure that's not a 50-year-old <laughs> Tin Cup. Correct. Right now, Mark is a bit surprised Nathan chose this bourbon as it was the darling of the whiskey community this past spring and summer, and is not a bottom-shelf whiskey like he normally purchases. Yep. It was made popular by Matt from ADHD Whiskey on YouTube, and many consider this to be the best bourbon under 90 proof. Mark generally does not go for lower-proof bourbons. However, this bottle is currently sitting on his shelf. And we are all out of it. I'm done with mine already. And I'm so done with mine. And I, I know that we had to go I don't for a second spoil, shot I don't for our spoil engineer. Anything, but, uh, yeah, I'm done with mine already. You're trying to, yeah, it's, it's, it, this is uh, amazingly good. Let me tell you, um, this may be the best whiskey I think I've had this year. 
Uh, yeah, okay. I, I think it. I'm. I think it may you be say up that there. every week. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> not last week's wasn't that great. So there you go. All right. Well, uh, that we thank Mark for his mumble. Now we are going to move from our Mark mumble into our technology fail of the week. Let's see what we got. We are out of time. Congratulations, you're a failure. Oh, I failed. Did I? Yes. Did I? Yes. Did I? Yes. All right, this week's fail comes to us from the Kardashians. Yeah. Specifically, Kim Kardashian herself. Oh. Yes. How do you like losing 95% of your investment money? If you bought EMAX crypto tokens when Kim Kardashian promoted them on Instagram, you would have nothing left after she scammed everyone with a pump and dump Did she scam. do that with a reel? Ah, uh, she didn't do it on a reel. Was no, there she advertisements did. on that reel? <laughs> there would be now. Uh, Ethereum Max has lost 95% of its value since June 2021 when Kim Kardashian promoted it. Now, investing in tokens like Emask is risky because the value can plummet, but Kim Kardashian promoted the token on her Instagram story in June of 2021, a post that has now landed her in hot water no with way. the Security and Exchange Commission. The SEC announced Monday that Kardashian would be fined $1.26 million and had agreed to not promote any other crypto securities for three years to settle charges that she failed to disclose how much she'd been paid to promote Ethereum Max. In 16 months since her post, the token value has dropped 95.3%. That means if you've invested $100 after the Kardashians promoted the token, your investment would be worth about $5 today. Altcoins well, like Emacs lack the stability of older types of cryptocurrency like Bitcoin and Ether. Moreover, as we have repeatedly said on Tech Time Radio, all crypto tokens that are not listed on the exchange Coinbase, and Coinbase does not support Ethereum Max. Just different than the other Ethereum? Yes, completely different. Should not be invested in. So we've said that. So any cryptocurrency that you're going to invest in, only invest in like three. We this talked about just, that. This is just one more you know, this is a scam. This is this is a hustle. This, this, is, a, this is a hustle. Yeah, of, this is just this is just one more Elon Musky thing. Yeah, it's, going on. Yeah, here. so do not invest in cryptocurrency. I don't care what anybody tells you. They got into the only person that made money in this whole thing were probably the founders and investor of this crypto, and probably Kim Kardashian, who probably was given so many shares of this fake currency, and then when it got up to 100 bucks, she probably cashed out, so her $1.26 million fine is probably scratch compared to what she actually made profit-wise for doing this commercial. Yeah. Do not listen to a celebrity on cryptocurrency you know, you information. Can, you can say that all you want, but you know the reason that late-night commercials still are on TV is because of you. Because of me? Yeah. Why, 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 why because of me? Because you buy that stuff. I don't buy like the late night stuff. I don't buy a Jinsu knife. I already have three of them at home, so I don't need to buy a new one. Where did you get those? <laughs> well, okay. That's my point. My point here is that, uh, you know, this is a give and take. We can point our fingers at Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Uh, but in actuality, it's the people who hang on her every word. That is just as much of the problem. Why would you trust somebody like heard about cryptocurrency? That's because that's how that's how we are as human beings. Oh, we yeah. we tend to look at these people like Elon Musk or Kim Kardashian as as 
these people who have knowledge that we don't, that we want to be like or whatever it is. Yeah. And so we form these interesting relationships with them that hero are relationships. Yeah. They're, they're just one-sided relationships. And if Kim Kardashian says, Ooh, buy this Emacs thing. Yeah. You're like, okay. All right. Well, you know what? This is going to lead us right into commercial breaking. But when we return, we're going to have a Mike's mesmerizing moment on top of this. Oh no. We're going to see you after the commercial break here. How to see a man about a dog. It combines darkly comic short stories, powerful poems, and pulp fiction prose to create a heartbreaking and hilarious journey readers will not soon forget. Read How to See a Man About a Dog, collected writings, for free with Kindle Unlimited. Ebook available on Kindle, print copies available on Amazon the Book Depository, and more. Welcome back to Tech Time. I'm your host, Nathan Mum. Now it's gets to our highlighted segment of the day. As we move into our Mike's mesmerizing moment brought to us by Story Coffee. This is Mike's mesmerizing moment presented by Story Coffee. Visit storycoffee.com. Did, all I, right. did I tell you that I got all my back orders of Story Coffee? Oh, did you get all of them? I got like 10 boxes. Oh, so you're like set for I'm the, set for a while. For a while. But I don't know. I go through uh, a bag of those probably a week. I, I need to make sure I get up to my order a little bit so I, don't, I get a new bag each week instead of each month. Mm. Um, speaking of this, okay, I need help with this. My what? streaming service, Disney Plus, sent me an email this morning. Okay. It says that they are increasing uh, to new levels of their service. They'll keep me that? on my current level that's supposed to be free. And it was supposed to have no ads, but now my service is going to have ads and I can pay more money to get their no ads special. What's this about? How, how can, how do people do this? And, and what am I supposed what do you to want do? To know, what do you want to know if it's a cash grab or why you're going to do it? Why, 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 why am I going to probably end up paying that additional money? Uh, because there's a, there's a system in your brain yeah. that is the cornerstone of every decision that you make. And it's called the pleasure pain system. Okay. Whereas you want to move away from anything that causes you pain. So you were likely to do it because commercials create pain for us. They do. Yeah. For most people. And you You can't just skip them. I mean, I get them on Paramount already. I I cannot, I cannot stand uh, when I have a YouTube video that I'm, I'm watching and I have to skip the ad. Yeah, and then and if I the don't middle. skip if I don't skip the ad, it automatically runs a second ad. Yep, that really drives me crazy. Or sometimes so, it'll run the first ad for like fifteen seconds, and then it'll run the second ad for another fifteen right, seconds so, if you don't hit skip. So my point here, my point here is that that makes me more alert to putting that hitting that skip ad button because okay. I don't want to. I don't want to go through that fifteen seconds of of stuff that's taking me away from what I'm enjoying. And so that's why you're going to pay more money to Disney, who is doing this as a cash grab, yep. in order to get those taken away. That's why That's why all these streaming services have these tier levels where, like Hulu, uh, you know, Pandora has this, yep. where you can pay them eight bucks or ten bucks a month or whatever, and they'll get For rid of all no the no commercials versus So commercials. There, it's an incentive, and it's based on the pain pleasure system. All right. Okay, well, you know what? I have some... 
pain pleasure items in my Nathan Nugget. So we're going to try to go to that okay, real quick your, and see what your, we got your, here. Why don't you talk about the robot? This is your Nugget of the Week. Well, the robot's conversation is going to have to be next week. We ran out of time. But here's what I got going on right now. The best deals ever for the week of October 2nd through the 8th. Amazon right now has the Echo Show 8 second generation two-pack GE with the smart LED color bulb right now for $63.99. It was $153. You can save $83.99 on Amazon. say that three times fast. All right. The best streaming subscription deal, you can now get three months of BET Plus from Amazon Prime Video for $9 a month. It was currently $9.99 a month, so it'll save $27. And the best tech deal I got available is the Samsung 34 Class Flat LED Ultra WQHD Monitor. is now $249. It was $399. Save $150.99. Brace yourself. Even more Amazon device deals are going to be on with the Amazon Prime Early Access Sale Coming in the following weeks. Do you see that? Do you see that same dynamic playing out of what you just said? What's that? The pleasure plane model. Yeah. Well, the the pleasure would be I could save two hundred forty nine dollars yeah. or so. That's called the contrast. The compare contrast. I'm not getting paid by Amazon. I just found these great deals to share with them. All yeah, right, that's cool. All right, so now I think we're going to head to our pick of the day. And now our pick of the day for our whiskey tastings. Let's see what bubbles to the top. Well, forget National Vodka Day because we're tasting some uh, great yeah, whiskey. I don't know on why here. we're talking about vodka when we're drinking. Well, yeah, this is the Mark Mumble. So, you know what? He gets mad at me if I don't well, read off the stuff that it, he's on there. It's so. always interesting to know that every liquor has its own day. That's right. <laughs> Actually, what? there's like three or four whiskey days. There's like a whiskey every rye, day. A every whiskey. day has its own day. Uh, there's always something there's going always, on. It's like I think national- Odie said it was also National Taco Day. Is that right? Yes, that's what yeah, I Yeah, you know the little restaurant Azteca? Yeah. I, I subscribed to their text messages, so I got a text saying, oh, come celebrate National Taco Day with yeah, us. Yeah, there's probably National Unicorn Poop Day somewhere. <laughs> you know, because, you know, that's... Squatty Potty. Yes, exactly. <laughs> have you ever see, seen that commercial? Yeah, I've uh, seen that commercial. Okay, all right. Well, we have the Tin Cup America Whiskey, 10-year, 54.95, 84 proof. So this is, I mean, this is a pretty tough proof area here that we have. We have 10 years classification. What do you think about this? Are you giving it a thumbs up or well, a thumbs I'm definitely down? giving it a thumbs up. Thumbs it, up. Why? It's Why a is really that? smooth taste. It's got an excellent flavor. It's got a, a yeah. nice finish. It's got a nice finish. It's, There's it, no bit. There, I had no bitter. There, no was, bitter. there was nothing wrong with this whiskey, and I, I'm going to uh, commandeer this bottle. <laughs> this is now going home to the uh, microday uh, liquor cabinet. That's, that's right. Uh, well, maybe not, because I think tonight. we're probably drinking at the restaurant afterwards. We might do All that. All right, Odie, it goes to you. What did you think of the whiskey? Thumbs up. I liked it. It was a little sweet, which I enjoyed. Just a little touch of sweetness. So, yeah, thumbs up. Thumbs up. All right. I'm going to give it a thumbs up also. I mean, hey, it comes with a free... Uh, Shot glass on top of you know, that. It's if like that's, extra if value. that's the reason why you're giving it a thumbs up, then you know you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, that's your deal. thank you very much for joining our show. Remember, the science of tomorrow starts with the technology of today. Bye. See you next week. Thanks for joining us on Tech Time Radio. We hope that you had a chance to have that hmm moment today in technology. The fun doesn't stop there. We recommend that you go to techtimeradio.com and join our fan list for the most important aspect of staying connected and winning some really great monthly prizes. We also have a few other ways to stay connected, including subscribing to our podcast on any podcast service from Apple to Google and everything in between. 
We're also on YouTube. So check us out on youtube.com slash techtimeradio, all one word. We hope you enjoyed the show as much as we did making it for you. From all of us at Tech Time Radio, remember, mum's the word. Have a safe and fantastic week.